Hello everybody and welcome to episode 70. Ooh, we're into the 70s. Do you remember the 70s, Katie? I was born in 1970, so yeah. I remember quite a lot of quite the 70s. Lot of yeah. 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 How about you? Yeah, I, I, I've got probably vague recollections of things that happen in the 70s, mm. but no real sort of feeling of, oh yeah, that was in the 70s. Do you remember the 70s? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that sort of thing. So no, not not really, as not being conscious of when it was. Um, but anyway, it's episode seventy of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast, which mm. is a thing. Um, FetchEveryone dot com. Gonna leave a gap? No. Is the bit that I say after I leave a little gap for the intro. FetchEveryone dot com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind the paywall. We don't do that. We've never done that, and we will never do that. Let me be absolutely clear. I think (laughs) they got it, actually. Yeah, every now and again, someone sort of asks me to clarify the situation vis-a-vis the paywall, mm. um, which I'm always happy to do. But uh-huh. yeah, anyway, let's let's take it as read for this week at least, uh-huh. and indeed at most. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave us your comments and questions and whatever else you want to say about our lovely podcast. Mm. Well, hello, Katie. Hello, Ian. Are you here? I am here. Ich bin hier. Good. How's your how's your German coming along? Not, I haven't done my Duolingo, I must admit. I haven't done it for a, at least four days, I would say. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it when I do it. I don't know why I don't do it, because it doesn't take very long to do your little bit that you've... I've, I've committed to five minutes, I think, a day. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm having a good time with it. I'm on yeah. a 15-day streak with my Welsh. Yeah, you're um, doing really well with it. You keep coming up with little phrases and things that you seem to have learnt yeah um, what were you looking at the other day in the forest a snake and a there was a snake and a mouse and an elephant and a lion all sort of like cohabiting peacefully in this welsh forest um and, yeah. and i'm doing months and days at the, at the moment and that's quite mm. tricky trying to get all that in my head so i'm starting to get to the point now where i've gone beyond the vocabulary that was probably nailed in from an early age um into stuff that's more on the edges of my memory. I mean, we definitely did months and numbers, but mm. can't really remember them quite so clearly. Can you remember your sort of zero to ten in Welsh? Um, I'm not sure about zero because zero wasn't okay. invented in Wales until let's do one to ten then. 1996, but uh, in die tree pedwa pimp dig, and then you get in our dig, die dig. So you do mm. one and ten, two and ten. Right. I I think you carry that all the way on until twenty, but I don't know. I know it's in French. There's some sort of cut off point where it stops behaving like that and starts behaving something differently. Mm. Um. Anyway, I don't know. German is similar. Um. I think if I think I could probably do one to ten. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. Sex, sieben, acht, neun, zen. Elf, I think is eleven. Elf? I think so. Wow. Um, That's I, pretty cool. Um, so I can't remember from then on. But anyway, yeah, I will go back to my German. I shall I shall go back to that today. It might be good for my, my brain to have a little something else to think about. Yeah. If I was, like, making a language, I would probably do eleven to twenty as, like, characters from lord of the rings or something like that so yeah starting with elf you like elf it probably isn't elf lynn's and uh, happy i'm sure will tell me but um... yeah and julianne fuchs yes i hope i'm saying that right um there's now a german speaking thread isn't there yeah yeah mm-hmm. good cool. so um what have you been up to this week then well three runs which is pretty awesome yeah so my plan was to um stay at three point something and stay at around about 35 minutes um, for all my runs. So I think they have been that. What I have noticed is that um, particularly when I've run on my own, my pace has 
sort of fallen back into my default pace, which is approximately nine minutes and nine seconds per mile. Right. And that's just like when I'm just running mm. without really thinking about it. That's the if pace you weren't I... saying it approximately, what would it be? Because that seems quite specific. Well, uh, probably 909 or something like that, yeah, mm. if I was being more more precise about okay. it. But 909 is, is a good one because it's, um, and I always remember it because it's four-hour marathon pace. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, when you're running with me, it's more like 10 pluses, like 1020s, 1030s, I think. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to look and see whether my cadence differs um, when I'm running with you as well because mm. I, I know, like, yeah, we are in the, the low tens, I think, at the moment. Um, yeah. But whether my cadence changes to cope with that. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, the, everybody, I think, over time develops this sort of natural pace that they feel happy running at um, or feel that, you know, like if I'm running at low tens, mm. it feels like I'm I'm shortening my stride a little bit or I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. my runs are reasonably slowish at the moment, but yeah. I'm okay with that, actually. Yeah, um, it's just nice being out, isn't it? It's lovely being out. Yeah. yeah. So three 35-minute um, runs, give or take a minute either way. Yeah. Um, and, and just really enjoying it. The one I did on um, yesterday morning, well, it was about sort of 10 o'clock when I went out, um, and it was starting to get warm already. And I do like a nice warm run mm. every now and again. It just feels like um, you get back and, and you sort of, you realise just how much you've been sweating. But because you're moving along, the sweat is pouring out of you at a sort of rate equal to the rate at which it's evaporating. Mm. So you don't notice it. And then you stop and you go, oh, wow, I'm, I'm all sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saturday morning i did a bike ride as well um 30 and a tiny bit miles and that was cool i was a little bit slower than the the 30 that i did a couple of weeks ago but it was better in multiple ways so first of all my undercarriage was okay with it Mm -hmm. um it didn't complain so much so obviously i'm i'm sort of leathering up down there (laughs) your perineum is getting a bit thicker is it I don't know. It okay. might be. All right. Is that a thing? Don't know. Yeah. I thought you might know. No. Well, the perineum is the bit that's down there in between that bit and that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not pointing fetchies, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that that was good. That, yeah. That, that was okay. Um, the occasional bit of standing up just to sort of give everything a bit of chance to mm. get a bit of air mm-hmm. um and also my hands uh coped a lot better as well with the good um the mandy moo gloves the mandy moo gloves were great so thank you again mandy moo and um yeah just moving my hands around on the handlebars a little bit more like when there's an uphill um there was some advice on the biking thread that you're not really likely to be doing any braking when you're cycling uphill. So it's a great mm. opportunity to um, move your hands from on the brakes to, a, you know, a, a, a different grip, you know, holding the, the straight bit in the middle. Yeah. Um, so that I found that really helps. Um, but one thing I did realise is that I'm not gripping the handlebars tightly. I thought, like, after the sort of feeling I had last week and the bit of sort of tennis elbow... I thought that maybe I had been gripping really quite tightly, but actually I don't grip tightly. I'm more sort of like lobster claws, but open yeah. lobster claws, mm. giving it all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So, yeah, really enjoyed it. I didn't like going on the A road especially um, because, um, yeah, when the vehicles come past you, they go pretty speedily. And yeah. although a lot of them are good, there's the odd one who you think, yeah, you could have gone a, another. You could have gone another half a meter to make me feel a little bit more calm about you passing me. Yeah. Um. Or yeah, anything, anything more than they did. Um. But I didn't. I didn't feel in danger. I just felt a little bit sort of a little bit nervous. But yeah. Okay. And then I got off that the A roads then, and it was really lovely and 
lots more to see as well. I mean, the A roads tend to be just sort of like gaps in between trees. Yes. Which is all right for a while, but um, coming off them and there's tons of little villages all spread out around Bedfordshire and you can pick your way from one to the next and see how they've laid their village out Mm. um, and see what sort of stuff they've got going on there. So that's really nice. And the telling thing is that you get to see more bikers. Yeah. So, I mean, cyclists, I don't mean like no bearded, hairy types. That's and a non- stereotype. Yeah. Sorry, calling you out on that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. We're, we're keeping away from that, aren't we, now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. I, I was thinking of the, the hairy bikers, but non-hairy bikers mm. are just as likely to be biking. Yeah. One supposes. Um so yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I got lots of new conquer size zones, including one that I got to take ownership of because it hadn't had anybody in mm-hmm. it recently. So that Very one is good. now called Fetches Something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I'm enjoying getting more squares on that map and building up my, my list. Excellent. How about you? I've had a good week. Um I did two open water swims and I am inching closer to taking on the third lap of the Cable Lake so basically getting over a mile done Mm -hmm. and a little bit more than 40 minutes because that's been where I've sort of stayed Um, and I've really enjoyed the water this week. I am feeling the cold a little bit more at the moment um, and the water has been more like 16 degrees this week which is really quite pleasant once you're in and going um, but I did have a proper ice cream head on Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, I turned up 24 hours early for my swim on Saturday morning, um, having got a bit confused and befuddled about what time I'd actually booked, and it was actually 7 a.m. 7 on Sunday. Um, but the lady who was doing check-in was incredibly patient and kind and got me sorted out, and they had enough space for me to swim. Um, and so I, I still got my swim, and I didn't have to go back on Sunday. Um, that was good. That was good. And it was a, one of those beautiful flat water, sunshiny swims, um, not too much weed and all nice. I did get a slight cramp at the end of my swim, which has left me with a tight calf. Um, but otherwise all positive with, with the swimming um, and really had lots of moments, um, which you could probably relate to from a cycling and a running point of view where you... You re- and probably from a swimming point of view as well, but um, where you just find your rhythm and you're yeah. just sort of p- pushing along and I f- feel like my arms are like kind of like a mechanical digger pushing the water out behind me and um, just everything seems to click into place and I had lots of moments like that on Saturday and that was lovely. Yeah, flow, um, I think that's yeah. that's the term, isn't it? It felt like that. It felt like everything was just flowing together like... Adrian, my yoga teacher, uh, is always saying that your body is one moving part. And um, I think that's really true when you get into the flow of anything, that you can feel like that, uh, like it's all just moving together perfectly. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so that was good. So my swim's going well. I've got three booked this week, today and Thursday and Saturday. And I've also got something else I'll talk about later. Oh, okay. You're going to mention that why not now? Just is that coming under the bit at the end where we talk about yeah, what's coming? Yeah, I have up? something to talk about at the end. Yeah, okay. Um, That's the cool. other thing that I've been doing this week, which has been brilliant, um, it was a link sent to me by Silver Shadow. I think I mentioned it in the podcast last week. It's uh, it was a free five day deep relaxation yoga nidra course. Um, the yogi leading that is called Tracy. She has an amazingly relaxing voice and an an amazingly relaxing demeanor um and i've do- i did that from monday to friday last week the sessions were about 30 minutes long and we well i felt just the most deeply relaxed in a in a yoga session that i've ever felt really yeah it's been good fun watching your heart rate on those i think silver shadow noticed it Yes. A while ago that like when you first did one, your your lowest heart rate was 52, pretty low. Yeah. Um and it really is sort of 
bedtime low when you're doing those sessions yeah um the the second day is a bit messed up because i had my watch on over the top of a a thin um sort of exercise top so obviously that messed it up a little bit so that one looks a bit rubbish um but i've also been looking at silver shadows heart rate as well and that's been in the in the deep relaxation bits it's also been really low mm. um and it's just been a lot of sort of visualizations i know this won't appeal to everyone but for example um one of them was breathing from your toes to the top of your head and then down to your toes again which of course we all know it's not really possible that you breathe into your toes or into your head but it's just a visualization but you would do that a number of times and then she'd get you to focus from your knees to the top of your head and then hips and then belly button and then chest and then throat and then I think we had to do from the tip of our nose to the bridge of our nose. So that was an interesting one. But the point is, is that you're doing these things a number of times and you get totally caught up with doing them. And what you don't realise is that you're actually really, really deeply so focused on it that you're completely relaxed. Yeah. Um, and you're almost but not asleep. It reminds me a little bit of like in, in play school, when you used to have to pretend to be a little acorn and then growing into a big oak tree. So mm. you'd get all really tiny and then you'd mm. get all big again. Mm. Just put yourself right into it. Yeah. And when you were right into it, you were right away from the fact that so-and-so would yeah. pinch the the bricks off you during the yes. brick building session or whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, exa- exactly. You put everything else aside, everything that's bothering you or niggling you, you put it all aside. And if you start to think about those things, it's okay, but you just have to remind yourself to come back to thinking about um, the the breathing. And the other thing that she was doing was getting us to have a a little point of light that we were moving around our bodies. Um, And again, with her voice guiding that, you sort of, you really do end up going off onto another kind of, like you're almost out of body experience. Um, So that was really good. That was Monday to Friday. Did it every day. So I ended up on eight yoga sessions last week because of that, yeah. because I did five of those and I did um, three um, yoga with Adrian's as well. Yeah. Did that link go anywhere for anybody who wants to do it? Or um, I can put it up, but it's not free anymore. Oh, it was okay. a five-day sort of freebie last week. But the the cost of joining it sort of for a lifetime is something ridiculous, like $25. I don't even know what $25 equals in pounds at the moment, but lifetime access to commune it's called i can put the links to it i can put it up um and um yeah right. and that's just a a place with lots of yoga videos i it? think or, it is yeah. yeah i think it's like a yoga yeah. community this podcast is not sponsored by commune no so indeed not yes um but yeah so that was all good i haven't really mentioned my running but my running has just been tootling out for a few miles here and there um and um really enjoying being out there not taking it for granted and and just happy really to be yeah pootling around did one with the dog i think last week yeah he said he was well behaved he was an absolute angel yeah he was a good boy excellent yeah okay so we've got some comments from users that we had this week and it's an it's a little bit of a hello to koala because she's been back on the 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 um, running and back on the site recently mm-hmm. and she's popped in and said she's started to listen to the podcast so that's really nice that's nice to see yeah well, there have been a few um blogs and posts recently uh, and there was a tweet in the week from another lady saying um yeah time to to get back in the fold um yeah. and yeah it's just been really it's been nice, lovely yeah nice really to see. nice to see people yeah um iron tubs has been doing um another online um exercise class we've been mentioning these over the weeks and i've i've got a link here that i can i can share with you all um but she's really been loving that so i'll pop those up yeah um says mm. ian was right the Cheese Board Association, a.k.a. CBA, was the main blocker for him creating his, his cheese board and going for the, was it bird table instead? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I'm also a, a regular member of the Cheese Board Association. Yes. <laughs> I find their, their tendrils are uh, more places than you might imagine. So um, he's described how he's uh, he attacked it with his power sander for about 15 minutes 
this bit of wood that he hoped to smooth out and it didn't work and he tried planing it and the plane didn't work and then his smaller grinder slash triangle thing mm-hmm. i don't want to know too much more about that no, but um, no. it sounds quite quite an angry device um but yeah so he decided that it would take too long to, yeah. to sort it out so bird table it was fair enough yeah it looked like a nice bird table anyway didn't it so yeah um, we now have a receptionist, an official Fetch Everyone receptionist, so lip gloss. Um, please direct all of your inquiries there. Yeah. Um, but she's, Do you mean Mavis? Well, I mean lip gloss, who will be Mavis Monday to Friday, but lip gloss still at the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Vancouver Jogger says, can we all agree that we get the social distancing thing and assume that it is happening so that Katie doesn't need to tell us that she's not telling us anymore. Well, we'll have to see about that. But I do get a little bit worried about these, you know, making sure that people know where we are. So, like, I I, I might get worried that I'm not telling you that I'm not telling you anymore. And, and that could go on and get into a spiral. So I might have to occasionally remind you that I've not forgotten to, to to not tell you to not tell you that I'm not not social distancing. Yeah, this sounds about as as clear as the government's rules on uh, how many you know adults you can fit in a phone box, you know, or whatever it is that mm. they've come out with this week. Well, some of the some of the um, it was very it was a huge relief to me this week to hear my very sensible and level headed GP agree that or not even have to agree because I hadn't even said it to him at all but he just said wow the guidelines that you've been having to try and follow to reopen your your physio clinic they've been about as clear as mud haven't they and and that was just such a relief to hear that that some of the the guidelines that have come out and then some of the interpretations of the guidelines that I've been reading have Mm. been really interesting um (laughs) Do you want to cover any of those, or are they probably best left to best, uh, the imagination? Best left, best left indeed. Um, so anyway, Vancouver Jogger, I'll try to remember to forget to tell you that I'm not... not. Don't mention the thing. Doing that thing. Yeah. Bye. I am doing it. Yes. Um, and still getting quite annoyed at people who don't do it. As well, well that... do you know what? It's not so. I don't get so much annoyed about that. What I do oh, get I a do. little bit annoyed about is when you've gone out of your way to oh. give someone some lovely, yeah. lovely space, and you get literally nothing, like nothing back. I there's a bridge near us which is narrow. It's about a meter wide, and I've been really good. If I've been running towards it and and I've seen someone even starting to approach it. I've stepped back and made sure that I let them get across. And so I'm not being this kind of bolshy runner that wants to get through quickly. Yeah, lead with the shoulder type runner. Yeah. And yesterday I saw a gentleman approaching the bridge from the other side. So I stepped back and, you know, like all lovely and calm, thinking to myself, this is just a nice breather in the shade. This is all fine. And he crossed the bridge with absolutely no attempt at all to speed up at all. That's again, that's fine. Yeah, he might not have had. I don't think I'd have been worried about that. Um, And then he got to the other side of the bridge and was clearly just going to walk straight past me without saying a single word. So I said, "Good morning," (laughs) and he went, "Good morning," and off he went. And I just thought, "Well, there we go." So here's a question for you, podcast listeners. Have you noticed um, since all of this, quotes, all of this, um, there have been more people that you've run past who are wearing headphones who engage less with you? So like runners, I've been run past them and they're wearing headphones and they don't even like acknowledge anything. And I've been going nuts with my over-enthusiastic good mornings and just nothing. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm not, like, doing it in a sort of weirdo way. I'm not, like, doing jazz hands or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, brightly. Are you sure? Because that is... That oh, is perhaps one of, I'll have to start That is trying. one of your things. <laughs> jazz hands. Well, you like to do 
big thumbs ups and all yeah. sorts of things, don't you? Yeah, I do get a bit ostentatious with it mm. sometimes, I suppose. But no, I'm just being friendly. Just saying good morning, smiling, whilst I'm I'm running as well. So it's not as if I'm yeah, you know, it's it's just a bit of an effort. But um, so and then there's not even eye contact, nothing. Yeah. Not even any sign that I exist to that yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed more of this since? It's all happened. Quotes all of this unquotes. On my birthday, when I went out for a run on my own, yeah. I told nearly everyone that I passed that it was my birthday. <laughs> I just told Fantastic. them. I went, hello, it's my birthday, just to see what I would get back. Yeah. And I got, from every single person I said it to, I got some kind of birthday greeting. Yeah. Um, Any presents? No presents. But know. I I know that that was a bit of a childish thing to do, but it really yeah. made me smile. Yeah, I... I... Hopefully, like, spreading a little bit of joy like that, even just by being an idiot. And Yeah. Yeah, I get why my dad does it. He's, he's one who, ch- who will chat to literally anybody. I think it's nice to, to be cheery and grateful, and and I understand at the moment why, why sometimes people feel like they just want to stay in their bubble. Mm. Um, but that's our challenge to you, Fetchies, is when you're out on your runs... Um, be be uh, a little bit like out of out of your way, friendly with people. Yeah, Nothing, some joy. no physical. Just all, I won't mention the other thing that yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah. About that. Okay. okay. Yeah, good. I mean, I I was wearing my avoid everyone shirt. Mm. I got I got mention that. Right. Um. So it's possible that they saw the logo from a long way off and thought. This person is clearly highly contagious or, um, you know, a, yeah. um, a misanthrope. We had a discussion about how to pronounce it um, and we've settled on misanthrope, I think. Okay. Have we? Do you, have you got any alternatives? No. Misanthrope? No. Yeah. I mean, when I, if I was to say it was misanthropic, I would say yeah. thropic. I wouldn't say thropic. No, but then you've dropped the E. Yeah. So misanthrope, yeah, misanthrope, yeah. Anyway, anyway. So perhaps that—that's why maybe they were deciding to completely ignore my existence. Maybe it's a silent H. Misanthrope, misanthrope. I was thinking about the H in fetch everyone then, but that doesn't make sense either. Anyway, mm. yeah. Uh, Linz was mentioning the variety on the forum. This is really true. We've got a wide variety of odds and sods on there haven't we do you mean the people or the discussions (laughs) yes i mean everything um and we want that we want everyone every kind of people don't we really but um yeah i think the fact that we've got a um baking cats in boxes um what else have we got climbing um You've gone blank. I don't know whether I mentioned this last week or not. This is what I was thinking about. But when I've been doing the Zoom presentations, one thing I do is I open up the forum homepage as it stands Mm. and say, look, this is why we're not just a training log or a community. And then all those different threads. And every week it's different. So what are you about to highlight? Can I read out what we've got, uh, the first 10 that we've got here? Yeah, go on then. Okay. We've got fetch bird watchers, things you want to say but can't. That's one of my favourites for lurking on, by the way. Uh, cats in boxes, other hobbies. I mean, that's going to cover goodness knows that's what. That covers, covers all the things that all the other threads don't cover. A word association, a mundane thread. Breakfast today was try sport fetch, the smell of 220. Politics, of course, is up there. Um, 700 mile thread. The press-up thread, 5,001 press-ups, I think that's about 10, isn't it? I mean, if I went on, I'd have to include the coronavirus thread, which might mention the other thing, so we won't go there. But, no. um Yeah. We're not, not mentioning that. Everything there yeah. is good. What's been really awesome in the last um, couple of months is, is just how active it's been as well. Um, the last post time, um, like everything on the first page is usually like, has been active within the last half an hour or so. It yeah. just it's just been so busy. It has it's nice. It has indeed. Yeah. Um Beth M has just caught up with the B um podcast and was reassuring me that she also would have been worried about my 
about the leftover bees. Um, I have to report that the, all of the bees have completely disappeared now from the garden. Yeah, they've gone off to live in a farm somewhere. They have, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And do you want to give the Andy update? Yeah, so uh, Andy from next door, um, his his backside is uh, doing okay. We uh, We got an update involving sort of ice packs and oven gloves and other things that have been strapped to his saddle to uh, offer him some posterior relief um yeah, there was <laughs> that a... sounds like a government scheme doesn't it if you're uh yeah yeah yes i've signed up for the posterior relief yes. i think the oven glove uh was on the seat and the ice pack was inside the oven glove wasn't it so yeah. very ingenious i think very yeah. good so um him and his other crew um heavy metal truants.com raised one hundred and fifty thousand with all of their uh, riding endeavours. Um, and his um, his daughter's boyfriend? Yeah. Is that Jean, right? Yeah. Um, he's been walking um, 16.6 miles a day every day throughout the month, and he's still going, mm. um, and he's going to walk 500 miles during June. So, yeah. Um, Incredible stuff. Yeah. Good luck, Dean, with, with the rest yeah. of the month. So you're Amazing. coming up on, well, you just passed halfway probably now. Yeah. So well done. Um, so, yeah. And um, I saw as well Fozzie is, is catching up whilst doing a bit of painting. Oh, yeah. So he's up into the 50s now. Lovely. So he's nearly with us. So hello, mm-hmm. Fozzie, for when you get yeah. here. Yeah. I will get back to you about the, oh, the um, orienteering. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Fozzie was uh, keen to do a bit of uh, orienteering describing to us. Mm. Um, and we thought that maybe we could do this with uh, a couple of other fetchies. Maybe not as many as the that big podcast with about nine fetchies mm. um, from a few weeks ago. But um, maybe me, Katie, Fozzie and couple of others one or two others yep. so if you are interested in orienteering or if you've got some experience of orienteering and you want to join in with that then yeah. drop us a line or post on the podcast thread and let us know yeah and we'll try and try and figure that out as to when we can do it is there an orienteering thread yes okay so we can pop on there can't we and see if anyone wants to join yeah sure Lovely. Do you want to talk about your site features that you're on about this week? Yeah, so I've been watching the people who have been receiving their their Avoid Everyone tops and did a little poll and emailed everybody uh, to ask whether or not they'd received them. Um, And as each day went by, the the pile of people in the haven't received them category was getting smaller and smaller um, and I think we're more or less there now. I think there are maybe one or two out of nearly 400 that have gone missing. Um, so I'm still hopeful that they will turn up somewhere, but um, I'm in contact with everybody on that list and we'll be, you know, arranging to send out replacements if it's looking like that they are definitely missing or um, uh, other news. Um, we're on to doing a second batch. So if you go to the homepage of Fetch, there's a link now. If you missed out the first time, you can order one. Um, If I do happen to have a spare, which is pretty unlikely now because we've had a few orders in, um, if I do happen to have a spare, I'll send it out straight away. If not, it'll be sort of around about 10th, 12th of July, that sort of time I'll start getting the, the batch in and then get that sent out again. So... Um, yes, one more opportunity, and it will be the last opportunity to get your hands on these shirts, at least for this pandemic. Oh, don't please don't say that. Well, perhaps we'll do some historical ones like we can do. No, I mean don't say that. Don't say it like this pandemic, as if there's going to be another pandemic. I don't think I can cope with another one. No. I can handle us not having any more shirts, but I really don't like the idea of you saying. Yeah, uh, no, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. So, um, no, that, the last ones ever because it'll all be solved. Thank you. By the time we've we've got all that's these better. shirts and vests out. Thank you. So, that's better. Okay, good. 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 Happy to help. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing this week is uh, we are still getting um, tons of people importing tons of training from those other websites um, and. Um, so there's a there's a queue um, 
where when you import a zip file with a whole history of stuff mm. that gets added onto the queue. And it used to be like occasionally there was something in the queue, but largely there was nothing in the queue. Mm. Um, but as I write this, there are about 30,000 training entries in the queue. Right. And every time I think like, oh, we're getting back down to zero now, and yeah. then someone else uploads an entire 10 years of training. Yeah. Um, and we're like, the queue we're is there again. again. So yeah. um, what I've been trying to do is um make the queuing process work a little bit more efficiently mm. just to try and help that stuff all come in without interfering with anything on the rest of the site um and for the people who are um grabbing their histories from Strava and Garmin um trying to add in some information about how to get hold of the relevant files and where to look in those files for the sort of information that you can then upload to fetch because um you get a zip file downloaded mm. and it's not quite as straightforward as then uploading that entire thing to fetch yeah. you've got to root around a little bit to get the right stuff out yeah um but i've tried to make that bit um try to offer some help there with instructions on where to look yeah um and also try to provide a bit of feedback as well because some people have been saying um you know, when will my stuff be uploaded? So when you do upload something, it gives you a little estimate of where you are in the queue. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that's been uh, keeping me busy Yeah. this week. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. It's a good thing. I mean, it's a bad thing, but yeah. it's a good thing. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, heck yeah. Yeah. Welcome one and all. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Yeah, it's been fabulous. <laughs> um, so we've got some highlights um i wanted to um highlight run free's blog so uh if you don't know about run free um she is a uh, a campaigner in the extreme for uh environmental issues mm-hmm. um if you've ever seen anybody running to from or during a, a race with a tire dragging behind her uh, that was run free yeah. Um and um, and, is. and and still is, yes. Yeah. Uh and she regularly uh goes to different uh things in various places to promote the ideas of environmental sustainability. Um and I getting think, rid of the single use plastic is one of the things that she's working really hard on with the race organizers and yeah. um, and generally in fact she's quite often on the single use plastic thread yeah. that we have on Fetch and yeah, yeah, with lots of really good ideas about yeah. things that you can do in, as individuals as well. And we're coming up to July, which is always a big month, isn't it, for for trying to avoid plastic? So, I mean, obviously we should all be doing it all the time, um, but July is is plastic free July, and she's always got some great ideas. And the and lots of people actually on the on the thread have some great ideas about how to reduce your single use plastic. Yeah. So the blog that uh, she's written is all about um, discussions that she's been having with race organisers and you know stuff that she's attended where they've talked about how they might be able to sort of reboot the the whole mass running events thing um, in light of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and, and trying to take that opportunity to um, build in the environmental sustainability at the same time yeah um so go and have a little look at that um and yeah leave a comment if you enjoyed it one of the most frustrating things for me um at the moment in terms of single-use plastic and um covid19 is that i have to have a lot of ppe that is single use yeah um having fabric versions is not high enough standard in terms of filtering stuff um i have to have a specific mask which is i i r 2r i think it is um standard and the cost of these masks not only has gone up i think by someone said the other day they've gone up times five since before the um because i I never i had never had to buy them before so i've just bought a pack of 50 masks and that cost 39.95 39.95 plus that yeah um so um so not only is the cost irritating um 
they are single use. You can use them for one session of about two to three hours as long as they don't become moist. Um, but that would mean not touching it at all in between seeing people and having it on your face for three hours nonstop. Yeah. Because uh, once you've touched it, moved it, brought it down underneath your chin, you really should change it. That's that's the official guidelines. Um, and then we're also supposed to have um, plastic gloves or nitrile gloves. I don't know. They're not, are they a type of plastic? I don't know. No, I don't know. That. But I'm sure that they're not something that degrades easily. Um, and plastic aprons as well, um, which I was hoping to avoid by having scrubs that could be washed. Um, but at the moment, um, the guidelines is kind of like regardless, you wear your plastic apron. So just a little bit kind of going against what we've all been trying to do, really. Um, but anyway, that's um, that's that. Um, did you want? Did you have anything else you wanted to say about that? I, I can put the link to Run Free's blog that she's done recently in the header it's one um that is just covering this topic really so um just uh, like on a bit of a tangent but um there's there was a sort of hope during the the stringent part of the lockdown that some things would change um when things got back to normal a little bit um we noticed that when the local mcdonald's was shut down there was like virtually no litter around the place and mm. and I just walked through the the car park of the where people go and and sit and eat their McDonald's mm. in their cars and chat to each other that uh yesterday it was just full of rubbish again mm. and it's only been open 3 weeks so yeah it's a bit dispiriting really I mean the rubbish is worse and I think the rubbish is worse of course because you're not no one is allowed to sit in the restaurant and put their rubbish into the yeah. into the bin there so people who've come a distance are going to sit in their cars um and even when the bins are full there's no doesn't seem to be anyone thinking okay we'll just take it home and stick it in our bin they're just leaving it um and then mm. of course animals are coming and it's being spread around everywhere and it's highly frustrating but yeah we have to sort of walk through it every day to we do when we're walking the dogs yeah um i wanted to highlight some of the blogs that we've had this week with regard to Black Lives Matter. Um, there have been a lot. I would urge you to go and read them, have a little bit of a just a think and challenge yourself. Um, there's been a, a variety of different reactions um, to the Black Lives Matters badge. Um, but please go and have a look. So I've singled out a few and I will put the links up to them. Um, but, you know, just just go and get your own reading done. Um, How Far's blog is really good. It contains a couple of videos that are um, are excellent and um, kind of really eye-opening, um, especially the one about being a blue eye. Um, Captain Malcolm Reynolds has done um, three excellent blogs in the last few days. Um, one was a Black Lives Matter um, blog um, with his point of view, and I, when I read it, I could really relate to the sort of emotions inside, uh, inside that blog and the kind of sadness and and well, just everything with it. But um, please do go and read that. And um, also Carpathius has done a, a great blog as well. There are others. I'm I'm that you know there are lots of blogs out there that are really good on this subject. But um, and the other thing that Captain Malcolm Reynolds has also blogged about is the Grenfell. Um, disaster that happened three years ago yesterday um, or, or the day before I think it was the 14th so yesterday but um, yeah, I'd have to yeah um, and um, I it's one of those things that I know where I was when I was hearing about it because I'd, I'd driven my son to Luton Airport at something like 4.30 or 5am and as I was driving back I was hearing about it on the news and just I can just remember the chills when I was hearing about how mm. and what was happening and um, it turned out to be worse than I'd even imagined um, when I was hearing the news about it so um, an important thing to remember about 
a slice of society that was treated very badly before it happened and has been treated very badly since it happened. Um, and when you read that the cladding was literally just to improve the look for some of the residents around the block of flats, um, it wasn't in any way put on to improve the lives of the people living in the block, just to improve the, the look of their their flats. It just, well, it just makes my blood boil, basically. Um, so have a read of that. I'm sorry, that's quite serious stuff, but um, we we need to we need to be serious about this stuff. So I've, yeah. I've just said sorry, but actually I don't apologise. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. And um, I was really pleased that it what I put out started people um, blogging about stuff as well. Um, um, Captain Malcolm Reynolds put a reading list. Uh, stuff that he'd he'd yeah. sort of found on on various um, people's Twitter feeds and things and and suggested reading. So I've got my uh, one of those books on order. Um, I the one that I've I've got I I heard it mentioned in the park on Saturday as well. So I thought that that's clearly one that um, is important. So I'm going to get reading on that one. Um, yeah. And yeah, I've, a few people, because I, I put a, a statement out um, and I gave people the option to uh, have a, a badge to show um, their mm. support for what everybody is trying to do. Um, and I recognise that some people see a badge and I totally agree that like just having a badge is not solving the problem it is it is just an indication of of where you where you stand on it um but like the the guy in the park was saying um i'm really pleased that you're all here cheering and and shouting black lives matter but go home and, and put some of that energy into mm. finding out more and and thinking about what you can actually do yeah um yeah completely and the the thing that struck me about the thing at the park, which was just amazing, was that um, it was organised by a 16-year-old girl and she was clearly nervous, stood out in front of everybody with a megaphone. Um, you know, maybe I'd never done a lot of speaking in front of lots of people before, um, but she put herself out there to do it and she kept on pushing herself to do it and to and to try and make that difference so yeah she did amazingly and I know that people who were there were all feeling the same way I think yeah yeah it was great you all right what are you thinking okay yeah it's it's awful isn't it but let's Let's keep on trying to do our bit. It's hard to know how to follow up from that, really, and um, <clears throat> not wanting to detract anything from it at all. But um, I also wanted to mention SPR's blog as well. Um, and it was a really simple video of someone called Dave, who I hadn't heard of before, but he was singing a song um slash rapping yeah um and playing the piano and and talking about a lot of black issues yeah um and it was really powerful okay um and, and worth looking at as well yeah so yeah and just thank you everybody for yeah for sharing what how you're feeling about it and, and i think only by yeah doing that and and trying to make our way through it and and trying to do our bit that's that's all we can do to begin with but yeah it's got to be just a beginning not just a not just a something that we move on from onto the next thing it's got to be just part of it the whole time yeah definitely and we don't know how to move on from that um we've been struggling to work out what to say next um so i don't know 
Well, I think um, let's just let's just move on now to um, what we're going to do this week. We haven't got any featured fetches this week. Um, we'd love to have some contributions for next week. It does make it a little bit more interesting or hopefully maybe we will have been able to um, put together the um, orienteering um, Zoom meeting by then. But if not, it'd be lovely to have something from, from anyone out there. Um, yeah. So what are you doing this week then? Um, so I'm going to stick with 35 to 40 minutes, allow myself a few extra minutes on my runs. Um, I've got the boy from uh, Wednesday onwards, so there'll be no biking, but mm. um, I'm going to make sure that I do something else okay. as well on, on one of those off days. Sounds good. Yeah, what about you? Uh, oh yeah, you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna reveal something. Sorry, it's not a very big reveal. Don't get excited. Um, oh, okay. Um, I've got three open water swims booked, which I think I've mentioned already. Um, and I've also made an arrangement with um the ooze swimmers to do uh, a sunrise swim next weekend on the longest day. Um, so that'll be a four thirty swim in the yeah. ooze. Um, and last time we did this last year. It was really beautiful, and I think we, um, Heligant and I, did bits and bobs for the, for the podcast and Silver Shadow, and um, it was a really, really beautiful swim. So we're going to do that this um, this weekend. You've been discussing how you can do it in uh, an SD sort of way, yeah, uh, which we're not going to mention. But um, no. and you've got some good ideas about that, about you know having some sort of yeah. shift pattern of. Getting in and getting out so that you're not all near each other or anything. Yeah. Um. And and that's where we are up to for this week. So yeah. um, yeah. We'd love to hear from you, Fetchies. Send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone dot com. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done already. Surely you've done that by now. And visit fetcheveryone dot com forward slash podcast with anything you want to say. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>